We're going with the southern resident orca and giving them so much attention in our first episodes because we found that as we dug into their story, they are so beloved, they are so iconic, they are so deserving of this attention. The stories around them are just fascinating and beautiful and we wanted to bring them out into the world. We're hoping in a way that hasn't been done quite like this before. Hopefully we're going to amplify the stories of these beautiful individuals. Right, but we also want to, you know, not exclusively focus on the Pacific Northwest. We want to make ours a global focus, which is why we'll be transitioning later in the season to the koala, another iconic animal, but one that suffered greatly last year with the Australian bushfires. We are all on the same planet. We consider ourselves at the top of the food chain, but we're so interconnected with all of the animals that also inhabit this earth with us. It's just, there's no denying. So we need to preserve them, ultimately to preserve ourselves. It's self-preservation, but it's also preservation of everything that's good about our world. Do you think when people see our Sentient Planet logo, they're gonna have any idea what our podcast is actually? about? No, they're going to think it's reptilian aliens. It's not about that. So when I came across that fantastic photo and we talked about it and how, why couldn't we have this ancient life form that's been around forever and why couldn't he speak for all animals? And we even talked a little bit about, is a reptile sentient? Is it for us to decide that? I don't know. Who does know? Who, who knows what sentience is? I mean, that's part of the journey that we're on with this podcast is to delve into that concept, not so much from an intellectual place. I know that, that there are people who are doing that, and I think that's really worth exploring, but more from a, more from a spiritual and feeling kind of place. that goes without saying too i mean we there's always climate change involved well, we don't need to hit everybody over the head with it it's just part of the conversation climate change is a given it's a given that's been one of the most interesting parts of the journey for me is that in the face of such high rates of extinction and the loss of so many not just species but individuals within them you know, when you talk about losing billions of birds and that kind of thing, what does that really mean when you start to consider that on an individual level, it's a little bit hard to get our heads around. But we kind of need to, because what it means to me is that any attempt to save, and I, here we go, Tiffany, how do we even deal with save? Any attempt to make efforts as human beings to lighten the load for our animal kin so that individuals at least can continue to survive in this time is a big hairy deal. Animals just like people, I mean they have their own personalities, they have their own families, their own pods, their own packs, they're matriarchal. It's, it's very much more similar to humans than I think a lot of people really consider. Maybe we're much more similar to them. Yeah, perhaps that's it. It's not just about us and the primates. I mean, I think we have so much connection with a lot of the other animals on Earth as well. 
How can we possibly save ourselves without listening to where we originated from? And there is some of that original wisdom left in the world and it is held by all sorts of great indigenous minds and spirits in the world and we need to listen to those folks and we need to let those guys lead if we want to if we want to survive i think taking a cue from the oldest wisdom on the planet might be a great start for us all